everyone. This is Florence Bremer. Welcome to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a podcast for attorneys and business owners with time management and wellness tips. I'm a mother, grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for 22 years, <laughs> since 1999. And throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance between work and life. Thank you for joining me on this journey. So for this week's podcast, I just wanted to talk about relaxing some. And also just um, some different thoughts that I had about different things over the last two weeks. So I believe I mentioned this in my last podcast, but I'm having very much, oh, I don't know, I don't know how to even describe it. It's sort of like jumping into a cold pool and it's regarding all the restrictions being lifted after COVID. I don't know if I am coming or going anymore and it's it's not like I didn't leave the house for a year. I was out doing really as much as I could do. I took a vacation in March to New Orleans. I took a vacation to Coronado Beach last July, followed all the restrictions. And, um, you know, so I, when I went to New Orleans, I flew on a plane. I've gone to restaurants in different stages of eating out in restaurants. Initially, when you could just do takeout, and then when it was more patio eating, and then social distanced, and, and then now just everything just back to the way it was. Even as, as little as one month ago, I was supposed to have a trial and it ended up getting pushed because there were still too many restrictions in the court. And in the last, I would say, two weeks, it feels like all of that is gone. And I'm not saying I'm upset about it at all. Like, I'm happy to see things going back to the way they are or were. But it just feels so abrupt to me. I mean, there was so much that you know, uh, we were required to do for such a long period of time and then nothing. I mean, I think masks are still required at the airport and on the planes. And I'm wondering how long that lasts at this point. Actually, at this point, I would be happy to see that go because I do have some trips scheduled over the next few months. And I don't want to have to worry about masks for one small section of my life. And I've also found that the mask requirements for airlines, I feel like they use that as an excuse to really give you poor customer service as well. So if there's no more masks, then they can, you know, serve you drinks and um, get get alcohol back on planes. And I'm not, it's not like I'm this giant drinker on a plane, I will have like a drink. But um you know, for right now, like American has no, um, no alcohol at all. And I'm like, what, for what purpose? Like, what does that do for anybody? 
So anyways, another big example of a change is I went to Fogo de Chao yesterday for my parents' 55th anniversary. I was looking for something that could accommodate our giant group, which was about 20 people. And what I was trying to find was something that was kind of buffet-ish. And I figured I would find nothing because on their 50th, we went to the brunch at the Biltmore. And that was this, it's this big, huge buffet. It's like delicious. They can, you can get a reservation. You can do a big table, all of that. And I called them because I figured, well, that would be a fun thing to recreate. And they're not doing a buffet. But several months ago, a couple of months ago, I went to Fogo de Chao, which is crazy for me because I don't eat meat. <laughs> it's very much about meat there. But a lot of the people in my group eat meat, so I figured that would be a, um, a, a good place. You know, like they would have stuff to eat. The people who, who do not eat meat still had choices. There's that giant salad bar which is just so delicious. And I went there a few months ago and they had it, but you had to wear a mask when you went to the salad bar and you had to grab gloves. And so I just figured it would be the same. And it's just wide open, like no gloves, no masks, nothing. And I was like shocked. And not that I wanted to start yelling and screaming, everyone should be wearing a mask. But like I said, I just don't know if I'm, if I'm coming or going, like everything is changing so quickly after having so many restrictions um, where, you know, anywhere you were, if your mask slid down past your nostril by a eighth of an inch, somebody was yelling at you to pull up your mask. And now it's like, oh, no more masks, but everything's fine. So um, just to take a quick detour, we did go to Fogo de Chao. I do recommend it for large groups of people. We, I called the um, group planner and made a reservation. The unfunny thing that happened was our reservation wasn't on the books, just nothing. And my brother got there before I did and put in our name and they're like, we don't have a giant group for 1130. And I almost started crying and I could not find the reservation. I couldn't find it on my phone. Later I found it on my laptop. But the nice thing was they accommodated us. They put together a big table. And the other thing I was, they have these packages for like a flat price. It's really, really, um, a good deal. Like if you're trying to do something kind of fancy on a budget, I had, um, a package price. And so they honored it. <laughs> I explained what it was and they were like, oh, sure, like we can do that. They were great for not having it in the system and me having no proof, like it, it all worked out great. I was very upset for like the first half hour I was there, but um, we, we figured it out. If you go for lunch instead of dinner, you save even more and you get the same exact um, spread. So for one price, we got, it was called the Amethyst package. It was, everyone got the ma the market salad bar, um, which also has like soup and some sort of hot dish, but I didn't eat whatever the hot dish was. There's a lady making omelets um, and waffles, fresh. Um, you get soft drinks, tea, coffee, 
and they have like a special lemonade that you can get to and they have a limeade that's all included um let me think what else oh you everyone who wants it can get the meat where they come with the big swords and then slice off the meat vegetarians um could get the cauliflower steak or a fish and the fish was um sea bass or salmon and it was a huge piece I don't usually eat fish I'll eat it maybe twice a year but I figured because it was in this flat price I'm like I'm gonna get salmon like every once in a while a piece of well done salmon to me is just so delicious so um it was this huge piece and it was delicious on a bed of asparagus a couple of the people got sea bass then they brought some hot sides. They brought mashed potatoes, fried bananas, and polenta. And I love polenta. And then everyone got a dessert. And I just thought, because it said dessert was included, I figured they'd bring everybody like a bite-sized cheesecake or something, just something small. No, everyone at the table got to choose a full-size dessert of either chocolate cheesecake, regular cheesecake, or the tray de leche um, cake. And I was so stuffed. I didn't eat anything else for the rest of the day. Like I was like sick stuffed. <laughs> and I think it was probably the cheesecake that put me over the edge. It was just so delicious. And uh, we had this great time. But the market salad bar, like nothing. Just anybody can go up and no masks, no gloves, nothing. So just everything is fine now. <laughs> it's just a very odd world to be in at this time. It was making me think back to last summer. Last summer when I was kind of trying to pass the time of what do you do during the summer when you don't have your regular type of summer things. And I remember we were doing things like going to Harkins movie theaters on Friday night and buying a big giant bag of popcorn and then renting a movie for the night, doing a video on demand, because the movie theaters weren't open. Um, doing a lot of takeout, like not a, a lot. I ended up cooking a ton. But if we wanted to do something different, figuring out like where we could do takeout and what that looked like. Um, so it's just very different, you know. I, I'm happy for it. But also just confused, like how are we back, what just feels like a light switch because of the vaccine, I guess. I'm not sure, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't say. Um, all right. I So that was just a little kind of sidestep about just how odd everything has been over the last few weeks. I do want to talk about um, the summer and some plans for it. I will tell you this. Arizona is a long summer. And in the last two weeks, we were getting the beginning of the worst. It always kind of goes in the same sort of, the same sort of pattern every year. The weather is beautiful. It starts to warm up a bit in May, but you can still do some things during the day. And the mornings are a little chilly, and the evenings 
are very pleasant and you can get walks in and it's great. In June, you have that, like for the first couple of weeks. And then around mid-June, you get this extreme temperatures. And in the last two weeks, we were close to 120 degrees on some days. And the mornings were not pleasant. Um, we A couple mornings, I got up really early with my husband and um, and got my grandson out of bed and got into the pool at five in the morning because otherwise this will sound so absurd to people but it's true it's too hot to be in the pool in the middle of the day or in the afternoon the patio is too hot the sun is just blaring it's just not fun there's no bit of shade it doesn't even feel good to be in the pool just being inside is is better I am a person who loves to sit outside. I love to sit outside and read. Sometimes I just love to sit outside and just stare. And a lot of that has gone away, but I'm really taking it where I can get it. I set out yesterday, um, like probably about 7.30 p.m., put my legs in the pool and just stared out. (laughs) And my daughter said, why are you sitting like a ghost? And I just said, I just need to like veg and be outside. So um, I started reading a book um, that I picked up at the library and it's called Do Nothing. And the tagline is How to Break Away from Overworking, Overdoing and Underliving by Celeste Headley. I've only started reading a little bit of it right now, but I have to tell you I'm really enjoying it. And it's making me think about my goals for the summer. I have um, a couple of weeks where it's just going to be not very fun at all. Um, this upcoming week, I re- I'm recording this on, let's see, June 27th. This upcoming week, my legal assistant is out. And then the last day that she's gone, my associate attorney is leaving on vacation and will be gone for a week and a half. So for two weeks, I have very, very limited staff. So um, one thing I had to do is just start adjusting my schedule so I can accommodate that because I'm going to be doing other jobs uh, during this time. So that's something. And today, so yesterday was like a very crazy day. Like we went into Scottsdale and we had this great lunch And one thing about Arizona that Arizona has is they love to do construction on the weekends. And part of their construction is they just completely shut down an area of highway. Not down to one lane, completely shut it down and you have to find a detour. And they shut down like the area that we were going to. They shut down one way to get there. And then they shut down another way to get there. Um, There's other ways to get there. (laughs) But my daughter has this really, really old Ford Explorer, which has enough seats to accommodate us. But its air conditioning is not amazing. So you have to only go at a certain speed. If you go too fast, the AC just shuts off. You have to put it on cruise control. Over the last couple of weeks, we've kind of perfected how it can drive most efficiently. 
So it was this big, long drive to get there. And then everybody like insanely overate, <laughs> like crazily overate. And so with the whole thing from leaving in the morning until we got home was about four to five hours. Um, it was surprising to me, like how much time we spent at the restaurant. Um, it, it was great though. Like I'm not complaining because it was just one of those like really, really fun days. And if I had a complaint, my only complaint would have been we were at a really long table. So the people at the other end of the table, I feel like I didn't get to visit with, but my mom and dad had a really good time. Everybody was, um, I don't want to say amazed. That's like too, too big of a word for going to a restaurant. Everybody was pleasantly surprised by how the restaurant works where, you know, people who eat meat, where, um, I, I don't know what the people are called who come up to you. I guess just the wait staff will say, come up to you with big, uh, slabs of meat and you can try many different things. And that is always really fun to me when you can try like a variety of different dishes. Um, so that's why I like really like the idea of their market salad bar because just a million different things that you can try, like all kinds of salads, all sorts of fruits. They have exotic fruits on it. Like it's just nice, but this was like the whole day. So by 8.30 last night, like this is so embarrassing. I was done, like just cooked, like overheated. I was still kind of full. Um, I never ended up eating any sort of dinner. Like I had one meal yesterday, which really is all I needed. <laughs> I didn't have breakfast and I didn't have um, dinner and just had that giant lunch. And um, by 8.30, I was cooked. So I watched like a little bit of Tales from the Crypt, which I'll talk about when I give some referrals for some stuff to watch, but was asleep. And I didn't set, I didn't set an alarm uh, for this morning. And I woke up at like six. So I got about nine hours of sleep, which I have figured out like for my body, nine hours is probably the optimal amount of sleep. During the week, I'm getting probably something like seven because I'm going to bed, you know, between nine and 10, but probably falling asleep at 10 and then getting up at five. And um, by Saturday night, I think it just feels sort of caught up to me along with that giant meal. So today, Sunday, the 27th, I really had no plans and it's so hot. I really didn't want to be outside. I didn't want to be in the car anymore. I didn't want to take a long drive. And that's what I've been doing. And it is something that I will encourage people to do. And then coincidentally, I had checked out this book that was called Do Nothing and started reading it and thinking more about this whole process. A lot of times I'll think, I don't have much going on. You know, I'm, I'm working and um, I'm spending time with my kids and my grandsons and my husband and I'm cooking meals and working, you know, going to the office, getting up early and working. This is all something. This is nothing. And I think this is actually one of the, one of the tricks of COVID, which is because you're not, because you weren't like meeting with people 
in person every two seconds or going to court every day. Maybe you felt like you were doing nothing, but you were doing a lot. It was just different. So um, I was reading the, this book and, uh, and I'm thinking, why do I feel guilty when I have a day where I don't have a lot going on? And I'll tell you this too, <laughs> even though I'm calling this my do nothing day, I've done probably about two and a half hours of emails today because I hadn't checked my emails since Friday afternoon. I left the office early to take care of some things. And then, of course, Saturday was my mom and dad's party. So Sunday I figured I'd check in. And, of course, it's the 200 emails waiting for me, even though I have a message that says um, I'm done for Friday and out for the weekend. There's just tons of messages. So I took care of doing emails. I took care of getting up in the morning and getting organized for the week. And just getting, you know, ready. But a lot of today was just kind of relaxing and thinking. One thing I'll recommend is um, and I did this this week, is just go to the library and check out like a dozen books. I checked out books on things that I may want to read about, but didn't feel like I felt devoted to reading about these things. And the good thing is I can just return them um, or kind of skim the chapters. So I have books on 90s fashion. I have Obama's autobiography, I have some true crime books, I have some time management books, but just no agenda on them. And because I haven't spent any money, I don't have any guilt about these. So that's something. Um, spent some time in the pool. That's part of the do nothing. My pool is nice. It has like this little table built into it. So I sunk down to where the table was and it had coffee and just read and read something I had already read. So it was just relaxing. I watched a little bit of friends. I watched a very, very old um, mini series on Betty Broderick and um, closed my eyes for about an hour. Other things that you can do on a do nothing day. I've gone back and forth on whether going to the movies is a do nothing day. Sometimes I feel it ends up being like a lot of work. If I'm trying to go with uh, a group of people and we're trying to coordinate it, that can actually feel like work. But if I'm just grabbing like my husband or my daughter and we're going to see a movie, that I would put in the do nothing column. And I will tell you this, I'm dying to see F9. It came out this weekend and all the movie theaters are having these promos with um, popcorn and drink things that you can get. And it just seems fun. It seems like a fun movie. It seems like a fun summer movie. Those movies usually come out in May. And it's coming out at the end of June. So um, that is a little bit different in terms of timing. But not bad, you know. How I start to feel about summer is that... Um, you know, the kind of the crazy thing is I have this and, and I have to recalibrate every summer. 
Because in my head, I have this line in the sand of um, June 20th, because that is the summer solstice. It's the most sunlight of the year. And then every day until we get to December 20th, there's a little bit less sunlight every day. So in my head, I think, oh, it means we're getting away from summer. We're really not. We're just, we're literally the beginning of summer. We have three months of summer. And then for Arizona, after the three months, it's not like it's cooled down. We still have hot weather. Although after the three months, we have our, our nice mornings and nice nights again. Um, so I just have to, like as part of this, it's just like recalibrating my head and thinking, you know, what can I do over the next couple of months that makes it an enjoyable period of time um, where it's where I'm not overheated, where I'm doing things that are fun in summary. You know, what can I do? I'll tell you one thing that I've um, did over the last couple of weeks, which I don't won't don't really consider a fun summary thing, but um, if you can, now is a good time to get in your um, doctor visits and any self care maintenance. Um, I went to my orthopedic doctor this week. I'm going to the dentist this upcoming week, and I just have things like that that need to be done. I had another checkup not too long ago things that need to be taken care of. And I have said this in my podcast many times that I went five years without a doctor's appointment because I was too quote unquote busy and didn't. And when I say I didn't go to the doctor, I didn't go for anything. I didn't go for checkups, like literally nothing. I think I still actually went to the dentist for cleanings, <laughs> like oddly went to the dentist for cleanings, but didn't do anything else. So schedule that stuff too. Another thing I'll tell you to, as part of like the do nothing and relaxing, something that I've really, really missed over the last year and a half is planning trips. I have planned a bunch of teeny trips from now until January. And um, every time I do a trip, it's, it's, it's small, like I'm doing one to Hawaii with my husband upcoming in a couple of months. I'm doing one to California with my sister-in-law and my niece and my daughter. Um, next month, we're, we have our annual beach trip coming up. And all these are um, three nights and four days. That seems to be like the time period where it really works out. I should be having a cruise in December. Um, that has been pushed off and pushed off. And then if all of this works out, after the first of the year, doing a Disneyland trip. So planning these definitely gives me joy and isn't anything where I'm really doing anything. You know, um, when you're booking the hotels, you all, I always book them refundable and just make the reservation. And I wait as long as I can to book the flights so that way I can just be more flexible on things. But otherwise, um, you can kind of have fun with like looking at your calendar before you really even have to commit. So I've done that plenty of times, like looked through the Bonvoy app and looked at different places for hotels and, um, and just, you know, gone to 
gone to the app and, and, and come up with some ideas for trips. And that's really, really, really enjoyable. And, and so in a lot of ways, I think my favorite part of trips are planning them and thinking about them afterwards as well. So basically, <laughs> kind of, I feel like sort of scattered today. And it's probably part of my do nothing day. But basically what I want to say is when you have some time to just clear your mind and do nothing, it does a lot for you. And it really, really can make you reset. I have so many weekends where there's just so much going on. And even today... Of course, as I'm doing the podcast, like people that I live with are trying to call me. <laughs> See, you can't even get away. Not 100% all of the time. Um, which is making me lose track. See, my daughter's coming in. I'm doing a podcast. Okay. In any event, take some time and just relax. I'm looking at my calendar next week. I have court where I have to drive for a couple of hours. I have a day where I have multiple court hearings. It's just a lot um, over a few days uh, right before the 4th of July and I'm going to take advantage of today and relaxing. So I'm going to get back to doing that. If you're looking for some things to watch and read, I just read a book that I got from the library. I found it on the shelf of new releases. Um, a lot of times I'll, I'll reserve a book. I'll hear of a book that I want to read, and I'll go onto the library website. I'll reserve it. They'll set it aside for me, and I'll pick it up. It's really a great service. They can get things from other libraries. That's probably where I get most of my books. But... I will also, when I'm there, just take a stroll around the new releases and just see what's out there. And there was one book that stuck right in my, um, that went right to me, which was um, a book called Bad Lawyer. And it was written by a lawyer who's not a lawyer anymore. And then she just, it was her memoir. She had an interesting voice. Um, she was funny. Um, she was very original, like she said what was on her mind. And she had some interesting perspectives on the law, which some I agreed with and some I didn't. But I thought it was really good. And it was a quick read. I mean, it could have been 200 pages. I think it wasn't very long. So I recommend that as a book. Um, if you're looking for something to watch, In the Heights on HBO Max is a delightful movie, delightful music, delightful acting. I just loved it. The Halston miniseries on Netflix. Give me anything with 70s fashion, and I love it. And Ewan McGregor plays Halston, and he really encapsulates him. And also, from the story of Halston, there's a very interesting... It ends up being probably maybe the primary story, but, um, you know, it's about his personal life and his business life, but in his personal life, the way that he had licensed away his name 
was very interesting what happened to him from a legal perspective. And I'm also re um, not rewatching, but watching Tales from the Crypt season two. They did a Tales from the Crypt last year that was on AMC. And it was one of the things that was part of my summer repertoire. Um, my daughter, who was pregnant, every Sunday when the new Tales from the Crypt came out, we would watch it on the AMC app. Now they have the whole season two, which is already out. I'm not really sure when it came out, but we got the AMC app, and I have been watching it. And it's been really enjoyable. There's a lot of actors that you will remember from things um, that are in these, like, for instance, Molly Ringwald is in one, which is like crazy, you know, probably at, at one time she was the hugest star in the world. And I'm not saying anything derogatory. I think it's super fun that she's in this. Um, but it's a teeny show and, and it's something that she's in some other actors, um, not as big as Molly Ringwald, but other actors as well that you'll recognize from other things are in it. And it's a little bit of horror and, um, tales, why am I saying tales from the crypt? It's creep show, um, season two. And I always loved the creep show comics from when I was young. And when I was little, there was a bookstore in the mall and I would always go in and they had one ragged copy of a creep show, uh, graphic novel. And I would always pick it up and look at it. And it just literally, I can't, I don't even know why they kept it on the shelves for so long, but it was literally falling apart. And I would always go look at it every time we we're at the mall. And it was something my mom wouldn't get for me. It was too expensive or, or something. And so it brings me back to that time in my life too, being young and remembering um, that graphic novel. And I always liked the creep show movies from when I was little. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the podca podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette, Bonafide Legal Podcasts. You can also find it on Twitter, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on Facebook under my name and under my law office, Law Office of Florence Brummer. And my website is brummerlaw.com. I'm also on Patreon with a special that includes handwritten notes and um, uh, custom tie-dye t-shirts for a very, very low price. All right. Thanks. Talk to you in two weeks.